Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 943. People that used to run car companies were really into cars, and people used to run hotel chains, loved hospitality. Now it seems like everything is run by accountants. And I think you, I think you feel that as a consumer, where I think companies that don't lose sight of their goals, of their wanting to make a product that stands out, I think that's, that's what I'm trying to say. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Alan Roach. Hey, Alan, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Absolutely. All right. Strapped in, and you'll understand why that's important in just a second. Alan Roach is the president of Baja Designs in San Marcos, California. Baja Designs has been designing and manufacturing motorcycle and automotive lighting for over 25 years. Alan is a longtime Baja 1000 motorcycle racer who took his need for great lighting and turned it into a thriving business. Baja Designs lights have won every professional and amateur motorcycle and ATV Baja 1000 class for over 15 years. The Baja Designs mantra, brighter, bolder, and better, best describes their philosophy of being the scientists of lighting. Alan started riding dirt bikes at 10 years old and raced until college, and he raced his first Baja 1000 in 1995, and in 1998, he earned third overall in the pro motorcycle division. Alan also raced the Baja 1000 in 2003 in a vehicle and continued racing through 2017. So, Alan, I have told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment and share a little more about your career, all the fun you're having, and a very obvious passion for motorcycles and going off-road? I've always thought that, you know, making your career the same as your passion makes it so that work doesn't feel like work. You know, I've always basically try to stay in a field that excites me where I can take my passion for off-road racing and use that in my job. And I think that makes it so that our products uh, reflect that kind of passion. And I think that's really necessary when when you're at the top of your field and you want your products to be different and stand out, that you have that that passion to pull from that drives the, the product line. And I think that is really why um, we've been successful throughout the years is because myself and our employees are passionate about our product and take our avocation and make it our vocation. And that, that shows up in our product as something that's, you know, high quality and high performance. Oh, absolutely. That's what Cars yeah is all about. People have wrapped that passion for what they do into their careers, their businesses, vocations. And that's exactly what you guys have done to great success. And that's why we're going to have some fun today here on Cars yeah, going a little bit of off-roading here today, which is cool. And as we continue on your journey, I always like to start by asking my guests for a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that has a great meaning to you, and it's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars Yeah. So, Alan, take the wheel. Back to what I just said. As Confucius once said, choose a job you love and you will never have to work a day in your life. I think <laughs> yes. that's really, really important. Uh, and for me, it keeps me coming to work every day and excited about what we're doing. I would imagine wrapping that passion into what you do and the off-road racing 
I mean, it's all just one big happy day for you. Now, there's, of course, challenges and so forth, but the fact that you can do what you love every day and then take it to your passion for racing, going off-road, and then share all that experience, uh, yeah, most definitely. You've figured out the secret sauce to life. Let's go back in time and talk about a story that instigated your passion for cars and motorcycles. I mean, you started riding bikes at 10. I grew up down there in Southern California where you are. I used to ride off-road with my friend Bobby and uh, Jeff Skeen and all these guys. We'd go and ride in the dirt and have fun. Is there a pivotal moment? I know Jeff. You know Jeff Skeen, <laughs> do you? All right. I absolutely know Jeff. I've been riding with Jeff for years, yeah. There you go. So, yeah, well, it's a small world, this motorcycle small passion world. that we have. Yeah, Jeff yeah. and I went to uh, junior high and high school together and college. So, uh, yeah, I've known Jeff forever and ever. Awesome guy. Of course, the uh, the brainchild between Costco Auto Group or behind Costco yep. Auto Group, too. So I'm trying to get him on this show. So maybe you can call him up and, and push him <laughs> a little bit. That would be great. Well, tell us about a pivotal moment in your life when you knew you were a car guy. Well, I think I knew I was a car guy ever since I was able to drive uh, and got my first car. And then one pivotal moment for me from the automotive side was when I I first got to Cal Poly to study as a mechanical engineering major. There was a group of mechanical engineering students there um, that made up the Society of Automotive Engineers on campus. And through the help of the university and outside sponsors, they had put together a professional race team and they built and drove their own uh, Toyota truck competitively in Class 7. And Class 7 is an off-road truck class in Bessler Desert and Score. And that class at the time was, was hotly contested by Toyota, Nissan, Ford, and Chevy. And they were fielding factory efforts with professional drivers. Mm-hmm. And these kids were building a competitive race truck and driving against these factory teams. And I, I became very involved in that effort. And that, for me, was kind of like a picture of, of how you know, my work life could be. Yeah. And it was exciting to be able to do something at a level that was far beyond what, you know, other students were doing in their college career kind of thing. The Off-Road World Championship, we were able to talk Roger Mears into driving our truck in the Off-Road World Championship. I believe this was 1982, and he won the Off-Road World Championship at Riverside driving, you know, a truck that was built by a bunch of college students. Wow. Uh, and we were, we were going up against, you know, the factory teams yeah. at the time that were spending lots of money on this. But it was cool because... Everybody was really excited about what we were doing. Here's a bunch of college kids competing on a factory level. And, and so Toyota and a lot of the other automotive companies were willing to donate, um, you know, product to us. And that made it, you know, again, really exciting for a bunch of kids. Oh, yeah. Wow. How cool is that? That's awesome. What an awesome story. Well, let's take a look at some of the roads you've driven down and talk about a big challenge or a big failure. Now you've gone into business in the field of passion. A lot of people would say, Oh, how easy is that? Uh, everything must be a <laughs> hunky dory. There's no problems that ever happen, but like off-road racing, you can be going along at a really nice pace. Everything seems to be well. And all of a sudden you hit a pothole, a rut, a cactus or a cow. And that's the end of it. So take us to a point in time when you were faced with a big challenge or even a big failure in your business or your life. And, Walk us through that. But the most important thing about these situations is what they teach us. So tell us how your experience helped you gain even more momentum in your career, in your business, in your life. Well, um, Baja Design started off as you know a company that, that catered to off-road motorcyclists. And specifically, what we did 
was we made dirt bikes street legal. We offered a dual sport conversion kit. Well, in the summer of 2004, the California Air Resources Board released an edict making dual sport conversions of off-road motorcycles illegal in California. Oh. And yeah, so it was a huge blow to us since most of our sales or much of our sales were in California. Uh, this was a giant blow to us. And, and we were blindsided by CARB with this edict. They had never, they hadn't contacted us or anything. We had no idea this was coming. Ugh. And so it was like, whoo, we're going to lose 50% of our business overnight. Yeah. And so we went to the governor's office at that time with our objections because CAR basically is a, a body that functions with no oversight in California. So they can make up rules as they go along. Oh, yeah. Well and aware of who those guys are. <laughs> and, and these rules don't have to be voted on or anything by the legislature in California. Mm-hmm. Um, they just said, okay, tomorrow, this is not legal. And so we went to the governor's office saying, hey, we, we need some help on this. There's, there's people that are buying motorcycles with the expectation that they're going to be able to convert them. There's this business that we've had now for over 10 years that's based on this, and they have just decided to make this illegal. And we were able to get thousands of our customers and potential customers to actually write letters to the state of California saying, uh, this isn't right. Mm-hmm. What we were able to get, which was a, was a win for us, was an extension for eight months um, before this law went into effect. So it allowed people that had bikes on order or that were planning on purchasing bikes to get them converted. It allowed us to basically adjust our business plan moving forward and to you know maybe roll into some more uh, automotive uh, product mix uh, in, in our business. And, um, so basically the lesson we learned was we didn't roll over when confronted with a huge obstacle and we found another way, another path to grow our business. And so we became a little, uh, you know, we didn't lose the motorcycle side, but we became, um, more automotive focused, Mm -hmm. uh, in our product offering, um, so that it balanced out, that motorcycle side. Wow. It's an awesome story, and it's it's very valuable for every business to realize that in an instant, the government can change things so that you become obsolete, in this case, overnight. And the fact that you weren't even notified, uh, it makes it really difficult. But I love the fact that you went up and spoke with them, talked with them. They gave you a little bit of a, a breathing room there to try to pivot and adjust your business, which of course you have to. I mean, there's many times no way around this. So uh, great story and congratulations to you and your team for figuring out a way to work within the boundaries that you were, or the box you were put in, I guess is a way to say it and continue your business. So, well, let's shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share a story when you had what I call a career aha moment. It's a time when those headlights illuminate the desert so you can see what's way ahead of you in the middle of the night as you're heading through Baja there. Tell us about your aha moment. Well, the aha moment for me, for at least starting the business, that entrepreneurial aha moment was in 1992, I had the opportunity to go on a nine-day dirt bike ride with some friends in Nevada. And for this trip, you had to be on a street-legal motorcycle because we were riding across central Nevada off-road, but ending most of the days in small towns and bad hotels to get food, drink, and a place to sleep. Mm -hmm. And so the motorcycles needed to be plated because dirt bikes, you know, we would, we would be, uh, we would be sighted as soon as we pulled into these little towns. Right. 
Um, so for this trip, I was riding a bike that I had built that was essentially a street converted XR 600. Everybody else on the trip were riding uh, factory street legal bikes, which at the time were heavy, slow, and not ideally suited to hardcore trail riding. Mm. So everybody on this trip was jealous of my bike. And, um, the editor of dirt rider magazine, Charlie Morey, uh, happened to be on the trip with us. And he was so excited about my bike that he wanted to do a feature story on it. Cool. And so with all the, exci- with all the excitement about my bike, uh, I saw it as a possible opportunity to start my own business offering dual sport conversions that I had done you know, for my own bike. Right. And so he published an article with my address and phone number, and my phone started ringing off the hook with people <laughs> interested in doing the same thing. So that was, that was how Baja Designs was born. Oh, what a great story. I love that. Out of necessity. Well... In demand, too, but uh, wow, what a what a very, very cool story. Well, how about a Prouder's career moment? I would assume you've had many throughout the many years you've been in business and all the people you've made happy, but is there one that really stands out for you? That one was a tough one for me. I have to say, though, that one of them was when Dirt Sports Magazine contacted me and wanted to feature um, the new Class 1 car that I had just built in their masterpiece of metal feature in their magazine. To me, that was really cool. It had all our newest newest LED lights on it. And I'd spent a year and a half building this car, this car and it was a beautiful class one car. And uh, I was very excited to have it in the magazine uh, featured as their, as their masterpiece in metal. Oh, nice. Very, very cool. Well, let's have a little bit of fun and go back in time. I'd love for you to share your very first specifically cool motorcycle or car that first one that you got that was really special to you, it can be either or, and maybe share a memory you have about that vehicle. Uh, I have to say it was my 1968 Chevelle that I bought for $800 in my senior year of high school. Um, you know, it began my, my love of, of, you know, customizing, rebuilding, painting, you know, making it special, making it my own. I mean, that car, it served me all through college and for several years afterward, you know, even to the, to the start of my, my business career. And the, when I started racing motorcycles, I didn't have a truck and I would load my race bike on the back of the Chevelle on a bumper rack. Oh my gosh. Everybody <laughs> knew, everybody knew me at the desert races with this guy with the Chevelle with the KTM <laughs> loaded on the back of it. Right. So yeah. it was, you know, it was very, it was a very, uh, you know, really stood out kind of thing, you know? So, and I, I love that car. My seller's remorse is, is actually selling that car. I would love to have that thing today. Yeah. I mean, so many great memories with that car from, you know, first dates to, you know, to showing up at the desert races with my KTM on the back of it. Oh, man, how cool were you? That That's awesome. And those late 60s Chevelles were just, I think they were some of the best. Uh, you know, once they got in yeah. the 70s, things got a little heavy and clunky, but... Those, yeah, exactly. Yeah, those early ones are cool. But the fact that you stuck a bike on the back, how... Uh, you got to send me a picture of that if you have one. I, I'd love to see that. That is awesome. Very nice. Well, you answer that seller's remorse. So let's move on to current projects. Now, we're in the new year here, 2018. Happy New Year to everybody. This is so cool. So this is the time where everybody's looking ahead and thinking about what am I going to do? So what can you share with us about Baja Designs that has you really excited and fired up for this year? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty darn excited about uh, the laser light that we are working on uh, at Baja Designs. It's an exciting project, and it's probably the future of high-intensity lighting. Uh, it uses uh, multiple blue lasers 
converted to white light using a special uh, yellow phosphor. It has a the potential to produce a very powerful concentrated beam of white light. So it's going to be great for uh, for spotlights uh, on cars or even, you know, we've been contacted by the military for some military applications. Mm-hmm. It's just a new technology that has some cool potentials in the area of, of white lighting um, to do something that we can't currently do with, with LEDs. Oh, that's awesome. Well, what are some of the other things that you offer customers so that our listeners know about all the different things you provide for people? Well, we have a whole line of LED products for off-road and on-road vehicles. And we make OEM application kits for a lot of our auxiliary lighting. And we have, obviously, race-quality lighting. This year, Baja 1000, probably probably about 70% of the trucks and buggies ran our lighting just because the performance difference between us and everybody else is is recognized by the guys that are going to end up driving and racing 12 hours at night mm-hmm. in Baja. Yeah. And we probably had 90% of the motorcycle entries were running our lighting. Wow. And, and it really goes to show, you know, how we're different than everybody else is because we're super performance oriented. Yes, we're not the cheapest product, but you will get you know, a high performance, high, you know, high reliability product. And that's when, you know, the race guys really appreciate that. And so do a lot of the, you know, recreational users and as well as the, you know, the guys that want a cool, you know, high performance light on their, their Ford Raptor or their, you know, their Chevy, you know, dually pickup. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. And what's the best way for people to, to find you? You know, go to our website, BahaDesigns.com, has a lot of information about all our different products and has galleries of car and motorcycle installations, has a little story about Baja Designs and, and is a good source of information. That and our Facebook page and our Instagram page. There you go. I'll make sure I put links to all of those on Alan's show notes page on the Cars yeah! website. Check it out. It's a cool website. And if you have any use of these lights, uh, you're going to be impressed. Now, Alan, here's a very introspective question for you. If you were a car or a motorcycle, what would Alan be and why? I'd have to say a Porsche 911. Oh. It's an automobile that, that never lost sight, that performance was always the goal. It's, you know, it's a model that has endured you know, throughout the years. It's not perfect, but it's successful because it never varied from that goal of being different and good and high performance. Nice. Uh, well, all my listeners know I'm a huge 911 fan. So uh, right. that's perfect. Yeah, I love that. Great cars, all around cars for everything from racing to street to autocross to track days. Uh, fun, fun cars. Well, Alan, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. What's the worst thing for your car's interior? No, it's not that milkshake the kids spilled in the back seat. It's the sun. Harmful UV rays cook your automobile's interior hour after hour when it's parked outside, even on a cloudy day. What's the solution? Covercraft sunscreens. They protect your dash, seats, and interior finishes from those damaging UV rays while keeping the interior temperature tolerable, even on the hottest summer days. No more painfully sizzling seats and steering wheels for you. They unfold quickly and easily install, stay where you put them, and are custom pattern for an exact fit. The foam core acts as a cooling insulator, and you can get yours in different colors and finishes. And they even fold up easily and store under your seat or on the floor. 
I've used Covercraft sunscreens for years, and they are a fast and easy solution that protect my beloved cars when they're not in the garage. Learn more and order yours at Covercraft.com. Want to protect your entire vehicle? Get a car cover from Covercraft. They have those too. That's Covercraft.com. And tell them Mark sent you. What's every automotive enthusiast's dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage, and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garages built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. Okay, Alan, we are back and we're entering the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive or off-road racing advice you've ever received? Don't lose sight of your goals. Mm, Yes. I love that little play on words, sight of your goals. Kind of uh, relates to lighting too, doesn't it? Nice job. I like that. Yeah. (laughs) Very cool. People that used to run car companies were really into cars, and people used to run hotel chains, loved hospitality. Now it seems like everything is run by accountants. And (laughs) I think you you feel that as a consumer, where I think companies that don't lose sight of their goals, of their wanting to make a product that stands out, I think that's, that's what I'm trying to say. I think you're exactly right. And you're right. Consumers do see it. They feel it. They smell it. And they run to where people are taking better care of them every single time. Would you share one of your personal habits that you believe has helped contribute to your many successes over the years? Making notes of Outlook. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. using, the, using the little notebook thing in Outlook, and I'm on the phone with somebody, and, and they say, oh, yeah, we, we do this, and I'll make a note in Outlook instead of writing it down on a pad. Because yeah. the cool thing about Outlook is later on I can go back and search for it even five years later and go, oh, yeah, this guy Joey does this. Yep. And I have his phone number, and I can call him back up. I don't have an, what do they call it, eidetic memory, but mm-hmm. with Outlook, I do. Yes, ah, it's a great tool for sure. Now, speaking of tools or resources, is there one in particular you'd like to share with our listeners? Uh, that's pretty generic. Google, McMaster Car, and Mauser Electronics. Okay. <laughs> that's all I can say. <laughs> that's okay. Those are all great. Yeah. Love a Google. Google it. That's the words that my kids tell me whenever I ask them for a technical question. Now, if I could arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive or motorcycle industry, living or deceased, who would that person be? Uh, Elon Musk, because I think he's, you know, he's revolutionizing transportation both on Earth and in space and fascinating guy. Uh, I would love to get him on this show. That's for sure. Now, how about a book? Is there a book you've read that our listeners should read as well? The Art of Racing in the Rain. <laughs> Garth Stein. I you've read that fantastic okay. <laughs> book. Yes, I had Garth uh, as a guest this year, last year, actually, 2017 here on Cars. Yeah, I met him at a book signing event. 
up in Seattle, and uh, he was nice enough to come on the show. And I'll tell you something, Alan, that book is the most recommended book by far of all the yeah. books here on Cars Yeah. And I remind our listeners, there's a great place on the Cars Yeah website called Guest Recommended Books under the Resources tab. And this book recommended by Alan and all the past 943 guest books are listed there. And I made it really easy for you. Just go click and buy. There's over a thousand books referenced there. Check it out. It's a great resource. All right. We are up to the checkered flag here. And this last question can be a bit of a doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you anything you'd like, Alan. Any collector car, collector motorcycle, off-road motorcycle, something that's fun, different, not an everyday type thing, a toy. And money's no object, but you got to keep it, and I want you to ride it or drive it and enjoy it. So what can I buy you? Well, this one's for the off-road guys, and desert racing guys will know what I'm talking about, but a lot of people won't. It's the Herbs Truggy. It was called the Land Shark, uh, and this was a an off-road race vehicle that, that changed everything. The Herbs Truggy is one of those vehicles that not it challenged the class one rules. It ruled in, in score racing and desert racing for years. And it basically, you know, established the target of what an off-road race truck should be. It was truly unlimited and it had some very unique ideas at the time. Uh, and it was super successful and it's just a really, really classic off-road racing vehicle. That thing is, is the best way I could describe it to listeners would be an off-road Dune buggy is way wrong way to describe it. It's an it's a full blown off road racer. I mean, it's just a. It kind of looks like a truck, kind of like a car, kind of like a dune buggy, kind of like a. I don't know what. It's just, but it's crazy. Yeah, that's why they that's why they call it the truggy because it's kind of half truck, half buggy. Yeah, yeah, that thing, and I mean the suspension setup and the way that thing traveled across the the ground it was incredible. I mean, just it's <laughs> just absolutely incredible. So. All right. Well, I'll get to work. I'll find you one of those. We can uh, dress it up (laughs) any way you want. And I'm sure you are the right guy to take it out in the desert and thrash that thing and drive it the way it should be driven. Very cool. You're the first guy and only guy here on Cars Yacht of almost a thousand (laughs) guests who wants a Herbst Truggy. So I think that's pretty cool. Makes you pretty unique, Alan. Well, you've taken us on an awesome off-road ride today. I knew we'd get a little dusty and dirty, but we sure have grins on our faces, and I've really enjoyed learning more about you and Baja Designs. I want to thank you for sharing your journey with the Cars Yeah listeners. Is there a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance you might offer us before you rip off into the desert sunset in that Herbst Truggy? That risk is a part of life, and to be bold in your actions if you want to reach out where others don't go. Ah, very nicely said. And again, what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and your business, Baja Designs. The Baja Designs webpage, www.bajadesigns.com, and our Instagram and Facebook page. There you go. Well, again, listeners, you'll find links to everything Alan's been so kind to share with us today. On his Cars Yeah show notes page, just type Alan Roach into that search bar. His page will pop right up. I would encourage you to check out Baja Designs. If you do anything off-road or even on the street and you want exceptional lighting for your vehicles, these are the guys to go visit. Alan, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your experiences with me and the listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. All right. Thank you very much. You're welcome. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people. But what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me 
with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member, Finra Sipic. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah! Yeah!